I think we've got to see that a riot is the language of the unheard. Hello everybody, welcome to the Impressive Channel. This video is very hard to make, but I do wanna talk about the unlawful killing of George Floyd. I'm sure we all have seen the horrific footage of George being murdered on camera by the police. I'm not gonna show the footage in my video because it's too graphic, but this vile demonic police officer named Derek Chauvin pressed his knee against George's neck for nine minutes, cutting off his circulation, and George was pleading for his life. I can't breathe, help me. And new footage showed that two other police officers also pinned George down. The officers identified were Officer Thomas Lane and Officer Jay Alexander. And the fourth officer, Officer Tao, just stood around and watched George get killed. So four of these police officers are responsible for the death of George Floyd and only one of them had been charged so far. Officer Derek was taken into custody and charged for manslaughter and third degree murder. But people still want to see the other three officers charged. Now, for those who don't know the backstory on why George was arrested and killed, George Floyd bought some items at a store named Cup Foods and he allegedly paid for some items with a fake bill. Now there were some conflicting reports on whether he used a $20 bill or a $10 bill. However, he was accused of using a counterfeit bill and one of the staff members of the store called the cops on him and accused him of forgery. After one of our staff identified uh, the $20 bill was fake, Floyd was actually out of the establishment and outside. My staff called the police uh, doing a practice protocol. And when the police arrived, uh, Floyd was still outside. And that's when uh, they approached him. Now I have an issue with the way the staff at Cup Foods handled this whole situation. They called the cops on George for giving them a fake bill when they could have checked it at the register before allowing him to leave. They handled this situation so poorly, but they called the police on George and George was just chilling. He was actually in his truck outside of the store. More than likely, he didn't think he did anything wrong. I don't even think he knew that the dollar bill he gave the store was counterfeit. If he knew he committed a crime, he would have driven off, but he didn't. He stayed outside of the store in his car, but the police came and took him out of his car and handcuffed him. And he was confused about what was going on, but he did not resist. He did not fight back, despite the police telling the lie that he did. Even though he did not pose any threat to the police, they still took him down and one of those monstrous officers named Derek Chauvin applied pressure on his neck and killed him. And the worst part about it all was other police officers were involved and they did nothing to stop Derek from killing George. Now the Minneapolis Park Police Department showed a heavily redacted body cam video, so we don't really know what on earth was missing or what was said because a lot of the audio was muted and we don't know how George was taken to the ground. But there were some witnesses who spoke out about the crime and they all said the same thing. 
This man was intentionally and unlawfully killed. I posted a video last night and it just went viral. And everybody gasped. How do I feel? I don't know how to feel. And I just see him on the ground. I'm like, what is going on? I pull my camera out. This man cannot breathe at all. He's like, please, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And they did not care. They killed this man. And I was like, I was like five feet away. said he was resisting arrest and when he told me he was resisting arrest i said officer he's not resisting arrest you have your knee in him and you have handcuffs on him he is detained at this moment officer Todd proceeded to say well this is what drugs do to you and you know um that's not what drugs do to you drugs don't get you killed <laughs> bro they wanted to kill that man bro <laughs> like i'm being honest bro they didn't speak they didn't say nothing the the views in his eyes bro the man that had his his knee on his chest bro he knew what he was doing. His shimmies in my man's neck, bro. He knew what he was doing. It's just like having a jiu-jitsu choke. If I'm here, I'm shivying, I'm shimmying, I'm shimmying, I'm shimmying, boom, my choke's on there. I told him it was a blood choke. He knew it was a blood choke. He looked at me when I said it. He put his head down. He did not make any more gestures. He did not say any other thing. And the two other cowards that was on the other side of the, 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 uh, the car, I didn't know nothing about. I didn't know about until I got videos in my social media and things like that. So they were their intent to smother my man and kill my man. And I seen it. I seen it in his eyes. I seen it in his demeanor. And I seen it in their movement. And Officer Tao didn't, he didn't partake in it, but he had control of what was going on on the other side of that car for me not to see what was going on. Because the people that know me personally know how I am. I got letters, notes from multiple people that know me from growing up in the city that said I was the most control they ever seen in my life as I'm seeing another man that looked like me, that feels like me, that got the same complexion as me, lose his life to another man that had no senseless, he had no feeling, he had no remorse, he had shit in him, he had no feeling. I don't even think he had a heart at that moment. And he's gonna feel that for the rest of his life. So as you heard from the accounts of the witnesses, George Floyd was murdered. And I do think that Derek Chauvin should have actually been charged with second degree murder because his intent was to kill George Floyd. Now, this whole situation has caused an outbreak of riots and protests all across the country. The first riot actually started in Minneapolis where George was killed. People were breaking into stores, they were looting, they were burning down buildings. In fact, they burned down one of the police precincts in Minneapolis, the third precinct building. And this actually sent a chilling message, not only to the police department, but also to the nation. People are not playing around this time. They want justice for the murder of George Floyd and the murders of all the other black victims who have died from police brutality. So the tensions have been very high in this country and people have been trying to release the stress they've been bottling up during this COVID-19 crisis. However, I think the main reason why people are so enraged is because for the past several months, dating back to October of last year, we have seen black people in the media get killed by law enforcement. For example, a Tatiana Jefferson. A Tatiana Jefferson was a 28 year old black woman who was murdered in her home. Her neighbor called the police to do a wellness check on her. It wasn't even an emergency call, but the police came 
did not announce themselves, walked around her house, shot through her window and killed her. Let's talk about Botham John who was killed in his home by a patrol officer named Amber Geiger. She walked into his apartment thinking it was her own and assumed that he was a burglar and shot and killed him. Also, we've all seen the murder of Ahmaud Aubrey. He was jogging in the neighborhood and he was chased down by a former cop and investigator named Gregory McMichael and Gregory's son, Travis McMichael killed him while one of the bystanders who was in on it stood by and recorded him getting murdered. The police department in Brunswick, Georgia would have buried this story if this video did not come out. And mind you, it took them almost three months to arrest the murderers. Let's talk about Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor was a 26 year old EMT who was sleeping one night with her boyfriend in her apartment and the police forcefully entered her apartment to serve a search warrant for narcotics. Now here's the thing, there were no drugs in her apartment and she and her boyfriend weren't even the suspects they were looking for, but they burst through their apartment anyway and her boyfriend thought they were intruders because they did not identify themselves and they weren't wearing their regular uniforms. So out of self-defense, he shot at one of the officers, not knowing that it was an officer, and the officers retaliated and shot his girlfriend, Brianna, at least eight times and killed her. Now, the crazy thing about all of this is they tried to charge her boyfriend for aggravated assault and attempted murder of a police officer. However, upon further investigation by the prosecutors, his charges were dropped and the FBI was brought in to investigate the case. But right now, the officers who killed Brianna still have yet to be charged. Now, this story really didn't get enough coverage, but there were some people in Louisville, Kentucky who did march on Brianna's behalf. Unfortunately, that peaceful protest turned violent when somebody opened fire and shot seven people. People suspected that the gunshots came from the police. However, the police denied it. So that whole story in itself is very fishy. And the police officers who killed Brianna still have not been charged. So there's been so much that's been going on that has led up to what we see now with George Floyd and his death. People are enraged and emotional over this and I completely understand. Black people have been unfairly treated by the police. We've seen how the police treat white people who have committed actual murders versus black people who have been accused of very petty crimes that should have never led to death. So people are not rioting and protesting for no reason. We want justice and we want equality and we want people to know that our black lives matter. With that being said, I do have to get into some of the protests and riots I've seen across the country. I've seen people burn down buildings and police cars and break into stores. Even in Atlanta, I've seen people vandalize the CNN building. I understand why people are upset, I do. I understand where the rage and the emotions are coming from. People are just tired, they're tired. But it's counterproductive to destroy the communities we live in. And we also have to be safe because we have a lunatic president who makes threats on Twitter encouraging the National Guard to shoot at people. Not only that, we have undercover cops inciting violence in these protests and causing riots. And protesters who are already frustrated fall into the trap of destroying our own communities. 
This is their tactic so they could find an excuse to send the National Guard and the state police force over there to control the protests. So we have to be safe and also we have to redirect our energy and find better ways to make a difference. And one thing I really appreciate about the George Floyd case is the fact that everybody came together and put the pressure on the district attorney to charge the officer who killed George. And I hope we continue to put pressure on them to charge the other officers. We have to put the pressure on government officials to carry out justice. Also, we have to understand the importance of voting. We oftentimes pay more attention to presidential elections, but it's really important to partake in local elections and be aware of the people who are in our local and state government because these people directly affect us. So when we have issues where people are dying from police brutality, we need people in office who can work expeditiously on the victim's behalf. Also, we as black people need to stick together and stop harming and killing each other because we will be stronger in number once we stop doing that. It's important for us to stand together and protect each other, especially in these times. Now, I did see some celebrities speak out on George Floyd's behalf. Rihanna made a post on Instagram saying this, for the last few days, the magnitude of devastation, anger, sadness I felt has been overwhelming to say the least. Watching my people get murdered and lynched day after day pushed me to a heavy place in my heart to the point of staying away from socials just to avoid hearing the blood curdling agony in George Floyd's voice again, begging over and over for his life. The look of enticement, the pure joy and climax on the face of this bigot murderer, thug, pig, bum, Derek Chauvin haunts me. I can't shake this. I can't get over an ambulance pulling up to an arrest. A paramedic checking a pulse without removing the very thing that's hindering it. Is that normal? If intentional murder is the fit consequence for drugs or resisting arrest, then what's the fit consequence for murder? There were also several other celebrities who spoke out in support of George Floyd. And I do appreciate all the people of influence who use their platform to speak out. We need justice for George Floyd. We all witnessed his murder in broad daylight. We're broken and we're disgusted. We cannot normalize this pain. And I'm not only speaking to people of color. If you're white, black, brown, or anything in between, I'm sure you feel hopeless by the racism going on in America right now. No more senseless killings of human beings. No more seeing people of color as less than human. We can no longer look away. George is all of our family and humanity. He's our family because he's a fellow American. There have been too many times that we've seen these violent killings and no consequences. Yes, someone's been charged, but justice is far from being achieved. Please sign the petition and continue to pray for peace and compassion and healing for our country. Thank you so much. Hey guys, just some quick thoughts and I, I'm just gonna just make this really quick. I've been really thinking about a lot of what we're frustrated about, angry about, and I think part of the problem is that black people are expected to be superhuman when it comes to our emotions and how we deal with injustice. And we're expected to be super ultra forgiving and just like just superhuman, okay? But when we look to what we need to do next, I think part of the problem is that black people are also 
always expected to look outward, meaning to fix these problems, we have to make people less racist. We have to somehow prove our humanity, make people not be as racist, make them see their racism and all of these other things like that. Let me tell you something, racism is always going to exist, okay? Whether it's overtly, whatever it is, because human, human beings can learn hate and it's easy to learn hate doesn't mean that we can't unlearn it, but we also have a, a predisposition to wanting to be with others like ourselves. And whether that's, usually that's gonna come in the form of who, those who, who look like us. This is from childhood. So because black people are expected to be so superhuman, when it comes to dealing with racism, we're expected to sh basically have an outreach program in which we are showing our, our humanity. We are showing the world that through adversity, we are remaining stoic and we are forgiving. And we're, you know, all the marching in the world is not going to fix that. Okay. And before, and you know, yes, we had Martin Luther King, but we also have Malcolm X at the same time. And I believe that during that time, the reason why white America shifted was because they could see the writing on the wall, that there was either going to be change done this way in this nonviolent way, with Martin, Brother Martin Luther King, or it was gonna go this other way by any means necessary. And it was a choice that had to be made. That's what I believe. So I don't believe that just all of those like very nonviolent things work on their own. I do not. I think that what we need to do though, is while white America is dealing with its racism, because that's not something that we can fix, that we cannot fix white America being racist, but I don't care how much marching we do, the black community needs to do is we need to show ourselves up. We need to support each other in every way imaginable. We need to support one another financially, supporting black businesses. We need to support each other physically, emotionally, um, psychologically. In every way, we must make ourselves strong as a community because racism is going to exist. While white America is working on its racism, who knows how long that will take. I believe there will always be racism in the world, but as far as the way it exists in America right now, I don't know. But all I know is we don't have time to be trying to convince somebody that we're human. What we need to do is make ourselves strong as a community. So when that stuff does happen, there's hell to pay financially and or politically. And two of the most effective ways is first taking your butt to the computer and making sure you fill out the census so that people know who you are and where you are. The next thing is making sure you exercise your political bully power and going to local elections and beating up the politicians that you don't like. You got a prosecutor sent your partner to jail and you know it was bullshit. Put a new prosecutor in there. Now's your election to do it. You want a different senator that's more progressive that pulls marijuana through? Now's the time to do that. But it is not time to burn down your home. I want you guys to come up with real solutions. I would like for the Atlanta City Police Department to bring back the Community Review Board, one that Alice Johnson was formerly under, under Chief Turner. We need a review board here because we need to get ahead of it before an officer does some stupid shit. We need to get ahead of it. That's my recommendation to my mayor and my chief. Let's get a review board. Let's get ahead of it. And let's give them power. We don't need an officer that makes a mistake once, twice, three times, and finally he kills a boy on national TV, and the next thing you know, the country is burning down. We don't need a dumbass president repeating what segregation is saying. You start moving, we start shooting. But the problem is some officers black, and some people are going to shoot back. And that's not good for our community either. I love and respect you all. I hope that we find a way out of it because I don't have the answers, but I do know we must plot, we must plan, must strategize, organize, and mobilize. So if you are not coming to the people's defense, right. then don't challenge us when young people and other people who are frustrated and instigated by the people you pay, you are paying instigators to be among our people out there throwing rocks, breaking windows, and burning down buildings.
And so young people are responding to that. They are enraged. And there's an easy way to stop it. Arrest the cops. Charge the cops. Charge all the cops. Not just some of them. Not just here in Minneapolis. Charge them in every city across America where our people are being murdered. Charge them everywhere. That's the bottom line. Charge the cops. Do your job. Do what you say this country is supposed to be about, the land of the free for all. It has not been free for black people, and we are tired. Don't talk to us about looting. Y'all are the looters. America has looted black people. America looted the Native Americans when they first came here. So looting is what you do. We learned it from you. We learned violence from you. We learned violence from you. The violence was what we learned from you. So if you want us to do better, then damn it, you do better. I don't understand how that can be regulated bigotry. There's got to be a way to connect this world today.